Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man who spent the week trying to free Brittany, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In their millions. Tuning in right around the world. Poor Brittany, huh? Poor Brittany. Brittany. How how can you be in your late thirties and still be required to report to your parents? I don't know. Like I like that's that's like you know, I I'm totally okay with people making jokes about it, but that is one situation where I'm like I fucking genuinely feel sorry for a celebrity. It might be the only situation I feel sorry for a celebrity because that is yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. When did <laughs> when did we get to a when why who doesn't want celebrities fucking coked out of their head going crazy? Uh, that's, that's why they yeah. exist, isn't it? That's why we have them. That is them. key. That is key. Without them, where where would the world be? Right. Uh, I feel bad for the drug dealers, Damo. Imagine mm. all the gear that they could have sold to Britney over the years yeah. if they could get something into the the, uh, the toxic cash. Yeah. I mean, like under the guise of, oh, yeah, we're protecting Britney bullshit, mm. under the guise of that, some poor drug dealer's fucking drug-addicted slut girlfriend is, <laughs> is basically going, you know, struggling to put food on the table for her seven children, Greeno. Yeah. You know, somebody's yeah. missing out at the end of the chain. I, I wouldn't mind actually seeing, like, a counter lawsuit, a counter suit against the parents for them because they're robbing us of the joy of seeing celebrities die young. So you're thinking fixer here. You're thinking right. maybe the the combination of the drug dealers as well as maybe the tabloids, the paparazzi, yeah. combine to do a counter civil suit yes. against the parent to yes. say, "Well, you're robbing us each of income." Correct. Um, yeah, you could be onto something here. Like we should speak with our. I've got no doubt that some like intern at E Hollywood News is probably mm. without a job now just because Britney's taken off the off the table. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, and it's the selfish acts of, of, of her parents. Exactly. It, 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 you got to give them a wave of the finger. Yeah, wave of the finger. How about how about a yeah. dick move, Greener? Give them a dick move. Dick. For robbing us of the joy that is the train wreck that is pretty. Don't get me wrong. She's still train wreck material, mm. but just at a lower level. I actually think she's hotter now than when she was like 18, 19. You reckon? Yeah. That I, kind of like trashed out skank kind of look. <laughs> exactly, yeah. She's yeah. Like she's actually... She's more natural now because she's actually returned to what she is, which is like a drugged up trailer park skank. Definite trailer park. <laughs> she was always a drugged up trailer park skank. Yeah. But they just made her look like a sex symbol. But she mm. was always trailer park hot at best. And when she embraces oh. her trailer park nurse, I think yeah. that makes her hotter. I don't want exactly. fake Britney. I want the real bit. I want the coked out <laughs> fucking throwing whiskey bottles off the balcony of her, you know, hotel room in Las Vegas, Britney. That's the one I want. Yeah. Uh, obese sitting on a couch have to be uh, airlifted obese. out by brains. No, I'm saying that's what we want. That's the end game. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> you, want her, you want her in a trailer. I'm I talking want, about like later down the track. I'm yeah, talking, no, I, you I, know. Prefer, I want bulimic Britney. <laughs> you want bulimic Britney? You're going yeah. the opposite way. Yeah. Right. We'll, have, we'll have a bet each way. Yeah, uh, you, you want bulimic? I want like morbidly obese, yes. sitting in a trailer in a moo moo. Um, yeah. <laughs> have to be crane lifted out of a caravan. Yeah. <laughs> Tonya Harding style, I reckon. Tonya, is that out, is that did that really happen to Tonya Harding? She got craned no. out of a trailer. Nah, she didn't. That's the mama of uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape. But it's uh, Tonya. <laughs> Tonya Harding is living uh, in a caravan park, as far as I'm aware. Is she really? That's why she, that's why she had to do the celebrity boxing and whatnot over the years. So. Ah, right. Yeah. 
That's what go. I hope for for Brittany, though. I want to see her in a caravan. Well, if she's aiming for the heights of Tonya Harding, then anything's possible. Anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damo, we might as well start the show. Mm. Um, do, you, do, you to, do you want to comment? Do you want to do a bit of a boogie story time first about the, the title of today's show? Because oh, I like somehow stories you, about pinatas. You had a bit of a celebrity encounter yourself throughout the course of the day. Had a bit of a run-in, Gruno. Mm. <laughs> a bit of a rub shoulders with a former hero of yesteryear. Uh, mm-hmm. I pissed him off. I didn't even know. Um, <laughs> fucking, fucking Tommy Chong, or as Tommy I like, Chung. or as I like to refer to him, Cheech Marin's sidekick. Great yeah, guy. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Cheech <laughs> Marin. We went on to illustrious heights of uh, from um, dusk till dawn. Chicken pussy, horse pussy. That was him. That was. That him. was yeah, very good. And uh, he was in that TV show with Don Johnson. Mm. Who's Don Johnson? Don Johnson is Miami Vice fame. Oh right, that's why I don't know him. Uh, it was it was another cop show, and, and obviously he was the uh, Latino sidekick who, who had the, the good info. You got to have a good uh, Latino sidekick, don't you? You do. It's definitely. crucial. Did did uh, did TJ Hooker have one? Uh, well, Tom Selleck had the mustache. That was technically his sidekick. Ah, uh, the mustache was his. Sidekick. The mustache was the sidekick when it Fantastic. came to. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, so, I interrupted your story. No, so I've, <laughs> I've like I've wandered. I'm just wandering around Twitter, and I see Tommy Chong like uh, quote tweeting people. Who are, he's getting angry about Trump? He's he's now like the you know the political guy, fucking okay. Tommy Chong. The Tommy's guy has gone political. Yeah, the guy who's probably pissed himself more than he's voted. You know what I mean? Mm. As an adult, um, yeah. The guy who probably can't stand up straight long enough to actually flick on a television to watch a debate on TV. Yeah, he's yeah. now like Mister Political Guy, and he's getting okay. out there and he's like throwing his weight around. He's getting like like abusing people in Twitter threads and stuff. Fuck you, you fucking mm. fascist racist. And I just like I thought, well, this is very unchong like. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like destroying brand Chong here. So you mm. know, I just gave him a little bit of a nudge. I gave him a little bit of feedback, Greeno, as the punters would call it. Yeah. And yeah. I said, you know, fuck man, why don't you smoke a joint or something or smoke a bowl, <laughs> fucking lighten yeah. up. And he's replied yeah. to me. He's replied to me just one word. Bye. I like. Well, I didn't know we were friends. <laughs> but <Yeah>. Apparently, <laughs> Tommy apparently, snapped. Tommy snapped, and he yeah. blocked me. Apparently. Yeah. And so, you know, so I replied to him, "Boogie's not here, man." And didn't even get didn't, didn't get a reply to that. Like he, well, no, you're blocked. Can't, he, can't reply to him. He blocked me. Doesn't he? I guess he doesn't respect the skills, Greener. It, it, flat out, it flat out made me laugh out loud. When I saw that. <laughs> well, that is the perfect response to being blocked. Yeah, by, by Tommy Chong. Hey, what a he's fucking, not here, man. What a fucking letdown that guy is. <laughs> We're talking about the same Tommy John who, who was sentenced to nine months prison in 20, 2003 for yeah. conspiracy to distribute drug paraphernalia. Is that right? Is that where did you did you pull that one up yourself? I did, yeah. yeah. No, I knew I knew he got arrested and he was in prison. I just couldn't remember what it was for. Right. Um because he was in the same prison as the dude who was uh Wolf of Wall Street. Really? Yeah, really. So, uh, so Jordan like, Belfort, that that's the one. Yeah. yeah, Jordan Belfort, most known for yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Um. So there you go. You, you little running with celebrity. Do, do you put that on par with our interactions? Mm. Um. With uh, our our cameo friend. Uh. With this fella right here. Mm. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Jonathan Lipnicki. Uh. You may have seen me in the movie Jerry Maguire. Um. I'm just kicking back. With my pistachios, is that something that you guys do on your podcast? I like I like I like almonds personally, but I'm gonna kick back with my almonds and I'm ready for another. You'll episode eat the, of the pistachios, you little prick. Good luck with your yeah. podcast, guys. And you'll enjoy them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Damon, have we uh, have we got to the bottom? Did we did we get to in touch with TAV Show headquarters and establish what happened last week with the the Periscope feed, the the meddling, if you will, by obviously government, yeah. some kind of government uh, when we were breaking the the big election news. Well, you know, I don't want to I don't want to say too much, Greeno, because you know we have a lot of enemies out there now because of the ridiculously hot political news that we were dropping like bombs last mm. week on the show, Greeno. So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to give people ideas. I don't want to let them know how to get us. But yeah. basically what was happening, and this is just, you know, basic outline. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were dropping some hot political news last week on the show. We were over the target. Um, we were dropping truth bombs, you know, as they say, Greeno, talking couple, about a couple. couple of truth bombs, uh, as you know, talking about the Stoddington City Council elections in Victoria. The breaking news, the upsets, where, where Benny Benny Hill, he's only been dead 30 years, couldn't get more than 8% of the vote. Couldn't get more than 8%. Was, uh, the winner got 18.6% and, like, second yeah. place, I think, got 167 uh, So you can tell it's yeah. controversy. And, Tight race. And there was also Recount the story leader. of, like, rec- uh, recorded bribery that we had to break on the show in the Ukrainian local elections. Exactly. And, and the Periscope people were just like, no, 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 that, that, that ain't evidence. going down on our watch. Right. We better make sure that your your feed restarts 15 times and pisses off all your listeners. Correct. To the point where it's unwatchable. Like our show's already unlistenable, mm. but then they made it unwatchable. Yeah. Cut out. It was so, a kick in the gut. And, you know, I mean, it's just so typical, isn't it? Because here we are, just a couple of truth tellers, Gruner. And we're getting the, um, you know, the international corporations now are against us because we're just trying because, to keep. Yeah, because we're dropping so much truth here. Trying to keep the little man down, Damo. The, uh, the, the big wig, the big wigs can't. They, they got too much to to lose mm. by you know dropping these Stoddington Stoddington Council elections and the Ukrainian corruption mm. out there in the world. They can't afford to do it. We yeah. can. We got nothing to lose yeah. except our, our feed fifteen times. That's right. And I, look, I had somebody get in touch through the week on email, and they said that's mm. bullshit. I think you're playing up. I think what actually happened was it was some kind of technical fault. And your feed kept dropping out, but you're actually playing up like the deep state. The government's coming to get you because of the hot political news angle, uh, just just for the sake of it, like just for show. And I had to yeah. block that person immediately because I'm not putting up with that kind of stuff. No, that's that's like, sacrilege right there. Like, I, I can't we're sacrificing. Up, we're sacrificing ourselves here. Like we're putting ourselves at risk for this. Yeah, like I had to put my family in witness protection before we announced the news I last week it. about the the Ukrainian uh, corruption. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't, I can't put, my, I can put myself at risk. Yeah. I can't I, put, the, I can't put the toddlers at risk. No, of course not. When it I, comes to the Ukrainian corruption news, I had to order Ubers this week, Greeno, just because I like I'm, just I can't go outside. Did you did you double check the delivery driver wasn't some kind of informant? Well, I always make sure they're not an Arab first. Okay. <laughs> Is there an Arab issue in, in the Ukraine, you reckon, or Stoddington? No, there isn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like so stories about pinatas. We haven't started the show yet. All right, uh, Greeno story time, Damo. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking last week, I uh, moved into the new joint, and I've realised I, I ain't living in the suburbs anymore, Damo. No. Um, th- things are a little bit different down here, down south. Mm. And not in a bad way, just just different. Okay. Now it's 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 the subtle differences that you you notice. Firstly, the the delivery driver when they drop off packages, mm. very talkative. Really, there the dude wanted to chat with me for five minutes today. Really, like, no, no, what, no, like is it's it like a welcome to the community kind of thing, or just a I don't want to go home to my wife kind of. Thing? Uh I, I don't know. I think there's like one delivery driver for my entire suburb. Right. 
so he knows everyone. So oh. he wants to tell me stories. Now he he was kind enough to point out today, and he's like, "Mate, oh, I can't believe this." Because I was at the door, he had to drop off a couple of things, hmm. and I, I was like, "Oh, I better answer it. Like, don't just leave it there because it was pissing down rain." So yes. I'm like, "Oh, better go get it. Better go say hi to the guy. Better grab it. Hey, sure. mate, yep, leave it there. Move on." Yeah. Um, and he just wanted to t- tell me about how the person a street and a half over. Has the exact same surname as me. Oh, see now, this is. I'm going to interrupt your story because this is what I was worried about. As soon as you, I was, I was going to jump in. I thought I'll just see how this plays out. As soon as you said he's the local guy and he knows everyone, I said, "Oh, look out!" Because these motherfuckers will get you talking, and next thing you know, Mm. they're spreading your dirty laundry around town, mate. So you've got to be very careful the information you feed this fuck because he probably. This is probably how he gets off every day. He's going around yeah. telling everyone, like getting a little gossip. He probably has the little gossip queens in his ear. Oh, did you hear about Janet? Yeah, just tell me. What do you think of? Did she get her floor done over there? Did she? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. she. I, I did yeah. have a little look. Yeah, actually, not yeah. too bad. You got to be careful of these pricks, mate. <laughs> you do, you do. So uh, straight away, I was like, yeah, I'm not having a bar of it. So mm. let's, let's let's cut this off now. What I did notice though, because he was telling me, he didn't want to tell me about his day, and I don't like listening to my wife's day. No. Let alone some random like courier dude. Mm. Now it was about four thirty when this dude popped off and, and uh, like dropped off the the um, packages. Right, and so it's like, getting oh, late I'm in like, the day. It's getting late in the day, and I assume I'm like, hey, okay, cool, uh, well done, mate. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I'm assuming you're about to knock off. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded to tell me he still had another thirty deliveries. Oh yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm like, it's thirty deliveries. It's four thirty. Less chit chatty, buddy. Mm. More driving. Yeah, you got to get into it, son. You're going to be here Less all night. Less talking, more driving. That's what we need. That's the problem. Too much chit chat, yeah. too much gossip. I mean, drop if you, the fucking packages off. Move on. That's right. I mean, if you had a knocked on my door at six thirty at six thirty p.m. when I'm having dinner, I wouldn't have even mm. given you the four minutes of chit chat. That you exactly. No, no chit chat, and I didn't talk. I just sat there and had to listen to the dude. Just had to um, so that. So that's one aspect. Now, the second aspect I noticed is the TV channels, Damon. Yeah. Now, the TV channels are a little bit fucked up. So if I want to watch Channel 10, Channel 10 doesn't exist anymore. So if I want to watch Channel 10, I have to go to Channel 8, which is confusing to my brain. (laughs) If I want to watch Channel 9, I have to go to Channel 5. That's right. You're on wind time now. You're on Wollongong. Um, Yeah. I'm on Southern Coast weird fucked up TV. Now, I don't care if you have different channels, as in like, you know, if you want to do the local broadcast, blah, 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 different Mm. schedule. Channel 10's got to be Channel 10, Dave. Channel 10 must be 10. Otherwise, it's not 10, is it? It's not 10 because it's still saying like Channel 10, but it's on Channel 8. That's fucking off-putting, man. Now, can you actually, can you get the Sydney Channel 10 on Channel 10? I can't. There's nothing. It's It's dead air. It's it's absolute dead air. No, uh, but we're not even using we're not even using aerials and shit anymore. How is that even possible? Not too sure. I think down <laughs> south, I think we're still using aerials, man. It's a brave new, <laughs> still got rabbities. Still got rabbities. Got the black and white out. Uh, it's, it's all good. Uh, so that's that's one story. We can close that story. Okay. Open up another I like story. Stories though. about pinatas. I like stories about pinatas. Is the one positive I've noticed is there's different kind of foods showing up in, in my supermarkets mm. to what normally happens in, in kind of suburbia in, in Sydney. Right. Now, a, a personal favourite of mine many, many years back during kind of like my late teens, early 20 years, when we'd stumble home from the club at, what, three, four in the morning, mm. and by club, it was like Panthers. Yeah. Uh, we weren't at club and we weren't a dancing crew. We'd sit in a dank, smoke cigarettes and drink a lot of beer. That's right. Um, that's the kind of club I want to go to. I'm not interested in the girls with the glow sticks who sweat and stuff no. like no, no don't care give me give me yeah. the skanky chicks who play pokies all night 
That's it. The Pokies all just listen there and listen to karaoke. That's right. And, get drunk. Uh, get drunk and sing. Get drunk and sing Mustang Sally. That's Mustang <laughs> Sally at three in the morning right. and play some stick. That's that's the girls we were after. <laughs> um, so one of my favorites when I'd stumble in the door uh, late at night was Pizza Pockets. Do you remember a Pizza Pocket, Damon? I still eat a Pizza Pocket. I love a Pizza Pocket. You love. Love a pizza pocket. There you go. So in my old suburb, haven't been able to find a pizza pocket for years. They just didn't sell them in the local supermarkets. And I checked all different ones around the area. No luck. Well, I can, so I, I'm going to interrupt your story I like momentarily. like stories yeah. about pinatas. Now, I was always a fan. I liked your supreme pizza pocket. That it's got to be the supreme. You can't – don't fuck around with the Hawaiian. It's got to be supreme. It's got to be supreme. I will go a Hawaiian if there is no supreme, though. You know, mm. I'm just saying that's my preference. It's a supreme. Now – they have pizza pockets in our local supermarket here, but yeah. guess which ones they have? The Hawaiian. No. Oh, just Supreme. No. They've got a pepperoni. No. They have oh. cheese and bacon. Ooh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, it's like every time I go there, I'm like, how come this is the only one? And they're like, oh, that's this is the only one we can get. And I'm like, what, what self-respecting pizza company? <laughs> Has fucking cheese and bacon before they have Supreme and ham Supreme and pineapple. Ham and pineapple, yeah. that's Actually, that was the issue in my suburb too. They had cheese and bacon. I'm like, who's buying this? It, did, they you, decide, but... did they decide at one point, oh, you know what? This <clears throat> this Supreme idea isn't working out for pizza. It's gonna it's short-lived. Like the guy who yeah. left the fucking Beatles. You know, this, this pocket's going nowhere. It's going nowhere. <laughs> All right, that's the story. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. You can open up my story? Uh, okay, I'll reopen your story. I like stories Rare about best. pinatas. So stumble through, go through, I'm like, I'm just going to see. I'm going to check what the South's got to offer, man. And I fucking open up the freezer, and lo and behold, I got hard, not from the cold, mm. not the nipples, yeah. because I saw a supreme pizza pocket. Oh, yes. Yes. So I'm like, well, fucking, let's load up the trolley. I'm loading up the trolley. I'm like, fucking, get as many of these bastards as I can. Because How you know, many boxes I, did you buy of Supreme Pizza Pockets? I, I got half a dozen, just to be safe. <laughs> just, to, just to tie me over. She must, have thought, be... she must have thought you were either a fucking <laughs> lunatic or a sex offender. <laughs> like, who else? Who else is going to be microwaving all of their meals for the next week? <laughs> <laughs> and not meals. This, this is the only time I can come out of the house. They allow me one hour a week before yeah. I'm breaking my parole. <laughs> Bit of microwave. Bit of microwave. So, uh, so got home. Kids love pizza excited. pockets too, by the way. They love them. They're yeah. unbelievable. So I got home and I thought, I'm going to have to save these bad boys for a special occasion though. Uh -huh. So uh, yeah, Fucking night. weddings, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. 100%. Christmas dinner. I'm going to go get the pizza pockets. You, you don't understand. Do you know how hard this was to get? I'm going to save it for my daughter's wedding. <laughs> then when, 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 you know, when the, the, the parents of the groom come over for the reception, we're going to serve them pizza pockets. And yeah. I'm going to tell them how it took me 20 years to track these little fuckers down, put little <laughs> candles in them for, like, cake screener. It's yeah. going to be beautiful. Be She'll good. be so happy on her special day. Yeah, very much so. Yep. So uh, I thought uh, Origin Night is the perfect opportunity. I've had a couple of beers. I'm going to, at uh, halftime, going to whack on a couple of pizza pockets. You can't have one. you got to have a couple. I always, minimum two. Sometimes minimum two. I, I have been known to eat all four in one sitting. You smash down the whole four. There you I've go. Well, I've I gotta do rations, dude. Gotta yeah. ration them out. Yeah. Um. Can't can't blow the load on on one big pizza pocket. Well, I mean, you eat. bought you bought you bought two hundred boxes of the shit. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure you can lash out a little bit from time to gotta time. Gotta save, man. We're, we're in the middle of pandemic here. I can't be fucking going willy nilly with yeah. these pizza pockets. Uh, you stored them. Um, you stored them in the hurricane bunker, didn't you? <laughs> 
it's yes, under underground, like blast from the past. Next to the and... tin next to the tin beans in your five five six rifle ammo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just big car batteries. Right. Uh so whacked it on. It was very, very exciting. I, I bought the wife in. I'm like, hey, 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 come have a look at this. Look at this. Pizza, shit. Boxer, pizza boxer in the microwave. You can smell it. Can you Check smell this it? Out. That piece of unbelievable. Now, so, did you wrap them in the paper towel? They got to be in the paper towel, otherwise mm. they go soggy. You can't have them fucking right. going soggy. That's it's right. a fine line because the microwave uh. is very temperamental with the pocket because yeah. you can have it scorching on the outside and still frozen in the middle yep. in some microwaves. You know so what I've timing- done? You know what I've done in the past? I take them out and get them to room temp before I hey, microwave yeah. them, and you then if I do them, yep. And if I do them frozen, what I do is just get a knife and just like make a little incision in the top of the pocket before mm-hmm. I microwave them, and then that solves the frozen on the inside problem. Frozen in the middle. There you go. Well done. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, you're an ideas man, Damo. Well, uh, fixer, fixer. Yeah. You know you know nothing about cooking. I know nothing about microwave technology. Between us. We fixed it. We fixed the pizza Absolutely. pocket issue. Now, uh, so very excited. Pumped me. Smashed down that first bite. And I, I thought, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, I thought I was going to get flashbacks mm. to the good old days of my youth. And first bite in, I'm like, no, no, I think I've I think I've just gone more. Although I haven't got enough, I've got enough middle. I need right. more middle in my mouthful. Yeah. So I smashed down a couple more bites, and I realised pizza pockets aren't actually that good. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was quite upset. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm still my wife. I'm like, I, can't, I can't believe these are these terrible. And she's like, of course they're terrible. Like they were terrible when you ate them 15 years ago. I can't believe what? you've just wasted a fucking 15 minute setup. <laughs> To get to the end of the fucking story, you go, you know what? It wasn't even that good. It's the beauty of our show, Damo. You can close the story. I like stories about pinatas. Uh, Damo, we're going to wrap up the segment with uh, one of our favorites. We talked about the election last week, not Mm. the the US election, but the other elections, but we'll we'll, we'll touch on US politics because this this is close to home now. Yeah. This is is our domain. Exactly. And I, I played this on my show on Wednesday. And explain to the audience the concept of the puppies and the babies. Exactly. But I thought, you know, you need to see this. You need to comment on this because this is your wheelhouse. Like nobody mm. knows a puppy photo op or a baby yeah. photo op like you, Greeno. So uh, I thought I'd play this for you and just get your thoughts and what you think. You know, what do you think Joe Biden has done? Because usually what you can track it on is the extent to which they promote the animal. Like, so mm. if you get like a one column write up with some other topic, nothing to do with the issue and just a picture mm-hmm. of the puppy, that's, I reckon that's about the level of something like you punched out a taxi driver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a picture like next to your wife holding the baby and it's like, you know, Joe Bloggs's wife says he's a really great dad. Then that's more in the realm of getting caught with an eight ball and a hooker in a hotel room. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the level it goes to. So I wonder Jeez. I wonder in your opinion, what has Joe Biden done to require this amount of puppy and babying? Okay. Once the Biden family takes office in January, not only will this be the first time in four years dogs will live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but one of the Biden family dogs will make history. Making history greater. <laughs> history. History. History will fourfois. It's it's a historic puppies and babies. <laughs> it's a historic. <laughs> um, you, you asked about context, how how deep that's got to go. 
I think that's the that level of coverage of the, of the Wolf of Wars right. is basically just trying to cover anything Hunter's done in the last six weeks. Any like just just six weeks though. That's all you give me. Six weeks of that's because it goes deep. We're going to need to go next level for you know the amount of puppies and babies we need to cover Hunter's <laughs> shit. I think to cover Hunter's <laughs> shit, Joe Biden would actually have to be caught having sex with a dog. And then have a picture with a dog saying that he's such a great parent to the dog that he didn't have sex with. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls as always if you want to get in touch with us the preferred method is of course via the little blue bird follow greeno at the starting block one more drop the k at the end follow me at boogie bumper greeno uh, Damo, uh, uh, just having a look at the the current uh, viewers there in, in mm. the Periscope. We're only sitting about two or three. Oh, good. Um, not surprising. Do you reckon our, our listenership has been impacted by the fact it's the women's state of origin on tonight? Is it really the women's state of origin on tonight? Yeah, women's state of origin. That's so, snuck up on I'm us. I'm assuming that's, uh, that's, that's obviously cutting into our listenership massively. Yeah. Um, you remember Megan Rapinoe? Me either. Um, she was that uh, American football captain. Remember when the female football team won the World Cup? I do remember, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I saw her having like a fucking meltdown on Twitter um, the other day. Like she was getting angry. I think she plays for Manchester United, apparently, maybe in the women's. I'm not sure. Okay. 
But she was getting angry at Manchester United for not putting enough attention, like putting enough resources into women's football. And I resisted yeah. the urge because anything gets you fucking banned on Twitter now. But yeah. I, my, my first instinct was to just reply and go, yes, because nobody cares. Nobody cares about your women's football. No one, no one's interested mm. in it. Everyone feigns interest in women's sport. Nobody actually likes it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Someone likes it. I don't think they do. I think they all. Li- I th- I think they all say they like it to avoid having a, a woman be angry at them. You know what I mean? It's like you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, babe. I love going and visiting your parents. Yeah, yeah. I love going to the garden centre. Yeah, yeah, I love watching these crappy movies about fucking tomatoes that grind on for two hours and somebody dies of cancer. I love all that stuff. Same thing with the fried, women's sport. Are you talking about fried green tomatoes? Is that what it's called? I don't know. That's what it's called, yeah, like Jessica Lang from 1988 or something. I <laughs> yeah, I love, I, love, I love the tomatoes or the fried greens or whatever, the Langs. Fried green tomatoes. Well, no, I, think that's, I think that's what – I think women's sport survives only because the threat of nagging is more prevalent than actually watching the sport. You know what I mean? I think, can, can you hit the sexist block button for me, please, mate? Just to cover our base. And sexist and misogynists and chauvinists and sexist. There we go. Well done. Uh, uh, I know we're going to get to the Milo rankings in a sec, Damo, but uh, the, the big uh, release of the, the PS5 this week, mm. um, people are going fucking burka about it. Have they? Um, like people are lining up around the block mm. and just kind of like waiting for hours on end just to try and get it, get a piece of a game. Do they even have games for this this uh, the PS5 yet? I don't think they do actually. Like, they've just they've just got they've just got the console sitting there. Yeah, get the box. Yeah. Get the box. Um but th- something I noticed though, they for some reason they've made the design of the controller look more like an Xbox controller. Have they what really? The fuck are they doing? Oh. Yeah, I never seen it. Uh, it's off-putting cuz I'm like it like the, the PlayStation controller has its own shape same with the Xbox. And it has for this like one, for since PlayStation 1 it's been the same controller basically, hasn't it? Exactly. This thing looks a bit too much like an Xbox controller. So it's a bit more rounded or something. Yeah, it's it's more rounded around the edges. Um, Mm. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I think this is going to turn me. I'm to wait for the PS6. (laughs) Get back on board. How many PSs are they going to bring out? I just got the Xbox One X like 18 months ago. I'm like, oh Mm. wow, because I haven't I haven't bought an Xbox in fucking years, and I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to splash out. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get myself an Xbox because there's games I want to play, and I'm going to play them. And then 18 nice. months later, I reckon I've played like three of the games that I planned on playing. And they're like, yeah. hey, it's time for you to get a new Xbox. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. I just I got say, this I one. Bought, I only bought the PS4, like, yeah, similar similar time, about 18 months ago, where I was mm. like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm at home a lot. I'm, I'm going to try and, you know, play some games and just kind of get back into, like, not hardcore gaming, but at least some of the sports games, just to mm-hmm. kind of keep myself occupied. Yep around the house with the kiddos mm. and yeah similar thing it was like you can get the ps4 pro no no just give me the fucking cheaper one and then like i'll let you know <laughs> like what's the difference oh this is, this is a little bit quicker well i don't care i'll fucking take the time um and then yeah 18 months later they got this ps5 and i'm like well am i gonna be able to buy games for the old one now i'm sure i can but um well that's much. that's how we roll we wait until we wait until there's new technology on the horizon and then we buy the old technology at a reduced rate i think that's, that's how, how we, we operate yeah Spot on, spot on. No, uh, scary. <laughs> let's get to the very all-important Milo rankings, Damo. Uh, BE, I, I, I'm putting, uh, I know BE hasn't uh, been able to do a report for a little while. Admittedly, we've been off for a month. Then his lovely wife uh, was obviously, yeah, very, very injured. So uh, he took a bit of a, a break there at that time. 
But just because he's not submitting BE's uh, Earth Report mm. or yeah, uh, Earth Report? Yep, the Earth Report. Yep. I'd say we hadn't extended him to Universe Report yet, had we? Uh, Earth Report. Um, well, before he gets to Universe, he's going to have to do Galactic. Okay. I like it. So, I like it. Well, he- yeah, like so from Earth Report, I think maybe to the System Report, like the Solar System mm-hmm. Report, from the Solar System yeah. to the Galactic Report, and then from the Galactic to the Universal. Nice one. So, in other so, words, he's got a long way to go. He's got a long way to fucking go. Don't rest on your laurels. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got to, you got to, yeah, wiggle those nuggets in, in front just to exactly. tease us to, to get him to the next level. Better the carrot than the stick, Greeno. Exactly. But um, just because he's not doing Earth reports at the moment doesn't mean he's not working behind the scenes for the block. Now, he's he's been getting a, he's been going out of his way to make sure he's getting all the up-to-date Milo info he can hmm. and is passing it on to the block. And he was very excited this week when he saw – Milo was trending on Twitter. Yeah. Now we've got uh, uh, Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks team up for an epic mashup. Was trending number one. Now, yeah. Now, see, now, just to, just to interrupt, Greener. The the yep. reason this is significant is Milo hasn't trended on Twitter since the Hot Bondi Boys edition of the Milo commercial that came out. Like, do you like Milo hot and Milo cold? That That's was the, the last one. time Milo was trending on Twitter in this country. Anyway, the last time yep. Milo was trending on uh, trending on Twitter before that was when he got mm. banned for making jokes about um, that awful actress, Leslie, whatever her name is, in the Ghostbusters movie, and basically oh, said yeah, she yeah. looks like an angry lesbian or something, and he got kicked off yeah. Twitter for that because he was encouraging yeah. bullying or something, apparently. Yeah, So exactly. that was the last time he was ranking. Yeah. So uh, we got we got Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks was the top trend Twitter body. Then trending in Australia was Milo. It was 12.8 thousand uh, tweets happening for, for Milo. Then there was Hodge. Per then there was hour. Bill Gates. Then there was, then there was Latham. So uh, Milo was ahead of Hodge, Gates, and Latham. It was going off its, it tit, it was going off its tit screen. Though, it was going nuts for Milo. And I just assume they're obviously talking about our Milo rankings. Well, That's what I'm yeah. putting it out there. Yeah. Uh, I know we didn't do a segment last week, and you no, know, maybe they just caught up on our, our segment from six weeks ago. But. Yeah, well, and this is further evidence, Greeno, <clears throat> because this is further evidence of how we know, like, the big tech companies are targeting us and suppressing us because we're so, we, you know, we tell so much truth here on this show. Yeah, it just on. goes to show how afraid they are of us. Because otherwise, like, let's be honest here, the Milo rankings would be in the trending page every single week if, if, if it was fair. Yeah, well, you know, we, obviously there's bias and there's interference. Exactly. Russia, obviously. Obviously. Um, but, so it's, it's a good time to, to revisit the, the Milo ranking, see where everything stands. Good. So uh, number one uh, for I think about the third straight year in a row, uh, Milo the drink is Milo the drink, yep. Milo drink. Now, uh, Milo number two, because we're heading into to the summer season, Damo, and, mm. and you, you've, uh, you've tipped off the, the number two winner there. Yep. Hot Bondi Boys Milo. He ah, comes in at number two. Hot Bondi Boys are back on the list. Hot Bondi Boys are back on the list at number two with a bullet. So they, they've uh, done a bit of work on themselves, Greeno. They went away after they yeah. dropped out of the top ten and they said, you know, what do we yeah. what do we need to do to put ourselves back into the conversation? Spot and, on. and and this Spot is the this is this, you know, we're fair on this show. If you put in the work, you will be mm. rewarded. And the hot Bondi boys, you know, the hot Bondi boys, they have earned their place back at number two on the Milo rankings. The good thing about the rankings, it's all about timing, you know. The hot Bondo boys coming in just in time for summer, uh, you know, we're only a couple yeah. of weeks away. They, yeah. they know they know to pick their spots, you know, yeah. target, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, at, at, at number three, it was, this this kind of shocked me when I I saw the the polls. Hmm. Soon to be dead dog Milo. 
Said <laughs> number three this week. I was like, "What? What happened there?" And really? I don't know what happened. Did Something Milo? Did Milo, the soon-to-be-dead dog, die? Because that might pump you up the rankings. No, he didn't. Still For a short time. Somehow. Really? Uh, maybe he must. Days. Maybe he's. Maybe he's dying. And uh, so people, he's getting more attention now because he's closer to yeah. the end, and that more that more attention is getting him further up the rankings, Greener. Spot on, spot on. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, it must be a big, uh, a, a big influx of puppy voting because they're obviously inspired by Biden because mm. Milo from Milo and Otis came in at number four. Really? There you go. Yeah. So the dog is having an effect already on the electorate. Exactly, yeah. I think the, the exposure that the, the Wolf of Wars gave <laughs> has brought soon-to-be-dead dog and Milo from Milo and Otis up there. So <laughs> and in four years, dogs will live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But one of the Biden family dogs will make history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, History making dogs, Karina. I reckon they're going to forget, you know, Joe Biden's dog long before they forget the dogs on the Milo rankings. Just it, That's yeah. just me personally. Nah, fair call. Yeah. Fair call. Uh, Damo, uh, Twitter trending Milo comes in number five <laughs> from this week. So it's good, good to see. Uh, number six is a, a late entry from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh-huh. It's dropped a couple, but the the Milo Tin demo. Uh, that's without the that's for, without the product. Got to be without clear. the product. It's it's an it's an ornament now. It's used in uh, you can you can purchase it online, uh-huh. and it's kind of like a, a thing you put around the house. The Milo Tin. It's an ornament, if yeah. you will. The Tin of Milo. You can put like it's been known in the past, Greener, hasn't it, to like contain screws and nails and that kind of like little. Odds and ends in the garage, Greeno. That's good for the Milo tin. Bit, bit of anything. Bit of anything. People, um, people have turned them into coin tins in the past because you cut a little yeah. slit in the top of it. It becomes a coin yeah. tin. So comes you know. a coin tin. Comes a little piggy bank. I like it. A little Milo bank. Yeah. Uh, number. You can buy more Milo. Hundred percent. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You use the Milo tin to spend to save some money to buy more Milo. It's yeah. it's it's a beautiful little circle. Yep. Uh, disappointed. This one came. He came in at number seven. Uh, the one that uh, historic Milo, Titus Aeneas Milo, the ancient Roman politician and gangster, comes in at number seven. <laughs> Can't remember. He was stoned to death. This poor bastard. Um, he really earned it. He he really earned it getting on the rankings the hard way. He definitely did. Uh, we had Milo the rapper at number eight. Hot Roman had, Boys edition. Hot Roman Boys edition. We had uh, Milo Vintimonator from This Is Us fame. Yeah. There at number, <laughs> there at number nine, uh, which, which which puts a bit of pressure in here. Um, well, there's only one spot left in the top ten, Greeno. There is, and uh, unfortunately for our old mate Milo Yiannopoulos, he's uh, he's just missed the cut again because the Milo Bar came in at number ten. Ah, and that's that is controversial because we are coming into summer green. I would have thought Milo cereal would have found its way into the top ten with a bit of cold milk in the morning. Wait, let me let me check the stats here. That one came in number thirteen. 13. Milo cereal. Oh, thank you so much. So, but Milo the cereal came in ahead of Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, definitely. And Def- so did soon to be dead dog Milo. Okay. <laughs> came in number two. Um, well done. Uh, nice to have the, the Milo rankings back. Now, uh, that brings us to uh, Troy's FM segment. Troy likes to uh, try and improve. What are we up to now? I've got five listeners now on, on the chat there in Periscope. They must It must be half time in the Women's State of Origin demo. Yes. They, well. they, they flicked over. I heard it's an an intense game. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I heard it. Heard it's a uh, barn burner. Yeah. 
How can we compete? We we got Milo rankings. We're competing against Women's Origin. We're, yeah. we're screwed. It's tough to compete against the uh, <clears throat> women's sport. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Troy's trying to save us, though. Yes. Yeah, so we do a segment. Uh, it's called Oh Yeah Ooh Ooh Ah Baby. I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. It's it's Troy's FM segment where he tries to bring a little bit of popularity that we, the listenership will get by doing FM radio segments. Well, Troy, um, our Unity Day correspondent, is an award-winning producer, and for for whatever mm-hmm. reason, he's taken a liking to this show. So he tries to give us tips. He tries to give us pointers. Like, guys, if you want, I want to take you to the next level. I want to take yeah. you to the top, the, to the precipice, to the top of the mountain in FM radio. And we're like, well, okay, mm-hmm. well, what do we have to do? And he basically said, what you have to do is do crappy little cheap segments that take about four minutes to prepare and then tease it out for as long as possible. That's right. That's why we put it close to the arse end of the show. Correct. So it's all teasers. we right. save it for later. So we're going to talk about pizza pockets for 20 minutes because right. we don't want to get to ooh, yeah, ooh, ah, baby too early. No, exactly. We're going to so, save that for the arse end. That's right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some filler in a song. And, you know, filler mm-hmm. being like the, ah, ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, ah, ah, babies, that kind of part for a song. And Greeno's going to have to try and predict which, we'll try and figure out which song it is, Greeno, and the artist yeah. as well. Okay, so you ready for your first entry? Yeah, number one. Let's, right. let's give it a listen. Let's go. You want to hear it again? Ah uh, no, I know, I know the tune, I know the song. Uh, I, it's a pop song though. That this this is not my wheelhouse, Damo. We 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 don't take vague descriptions as answers. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm gonna have to give that one a pass on. Unfortunately, okay. You I, know, I know the song. Once you once you name it, I'll, I'll know it. But well, again, it's, after it's, again after I reveal the answer, it's not really doesn't really count as a point. You're gonna miss out there. Gonna be- Kicking myself here. Yeah. So, all right. So the answer to that one is, Greeno, This Is What You Came For by Rihanna. Yeah. Ah, definitely wouldn't have got. I only know the Ella. Right. I knew. I thought you might know that one, which is uh, specifically why I skipped it. (laughs) Because I'm not playing that one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let's try. That was Rihanna, was it? There you go. I learned something new today. Yeah. Yeah. That one was Rihanna. Um, So, okay. So. You're on negative two now. This is the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling. Okay. So to get back to zero, Greeno, I want the name of the song and the artist. You ready? Okay. All right. Let's play it. Okay. Now, this, this one's Rihanna. You, fu- you fucked up the order. What? That's Rihanna right there. Is it? Whatever answer you just gave, that's my answer. I didn't give an answer. that's Rihanna. You did. You said, Rihanna, this is whatever it was. <laughs> I reckon that's Rihanna's song. Did I say the name of the song? You did, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll skip that one. All right, let's try a different one. <laughs> All right, let's try a different one then. Okay. So to get back to even, Greeno, all right? Yeah, here's your next square. Here's your next song. Is this Rihanna again? I don't know. You have to tell me. I reckon that's Rihanna again, and the name of it. Who who knows? They're all the fucking same, aren't they? Um, I, I'm going to take Rihanna for half a point and leave leave the the other point out there uh, in, in the wilderness. Can anyone in the chat answer the question and get themselves half a point? Okay. Well, we'll leave that one for now, and then we'll go to one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
it is Rihanna. I'm going to give it to you. That yeah. one's also Rihanna. And the song is called Only Girl in the World, Greeno. Oh, yeah, I do know that song. There you okay. go. All right, good. All right, let's Very go good. again. Let's go again. See if you can get into the positives, Greeno. Yeah. That's Rihanna. Definitely Rihanna. Rihanna? That's Rihanna. It's actually Millie Vanilli, Greeno. <laughs> really? There we go. It's Millie Vanilli. And the answer is the girl, you know, it's true. That, that, that now, so now you're back down into the negatives again. Well, yeah, could, could I, can I, uh, can I put in a protest there? Mm-hmm. Are we sure that Rihanna didn't sing that song for Millie Vanilli? I'm pretty sure. Millie Vanilli was we around sure? about 30 years earlier. That doesn't mean that she wasn't involved in some way, shape, or form, Damon. As a we know they didn't sing their songs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a reversing uh, truck, doesn't she? All right, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you one more chance to get into the positives, Greeno. One last chance mm-hmm. here. Okay, you ready? Last one. Okay. There we go. Let's go. Definitely Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be a Rihanna, and I think that's uh, not by Rihanna. No, that's Disturbia, but it is by Rihanna. So yeah, you do end go. up in the positives. So I have to explain. So uh, Unity Day Troy wrote this to me. Greeno would have forgotten by now, but back when I floated this idea in our group chat, I made a joke that if you ever had trouble guessing a song, you should just say Rihanna. <laughs> so, I, and I didn't remember that, but that was my that was my strategy. <laughs> it all sounds like Rihanna. <laughs> Greeno, the system works. <laughs> it's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs. Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry. If you need to cover your wall, it works. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet jesus christ what are you fucking asian dick crazy (laughs) you <laughs> why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
I hate you. And oh, I hate come on, you secretly love it. <laughs> no, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Damon, I don't want to keep on harping on the women's state of origin, but it is half time, so no surprise our listenership's gone up. Yeah, right. But they're doing a state of origin, right? Do you know how many rounds are in the women's NRL draw? Five? Three. <laughs> Do you, want to know how, do you know how many teams are in the WNRL demo? <laughs> I'm going to guess five. It's four. <laughs> chauvinists and sexists <laughs> and misogynists <laughs> and chauvinists and yeah. sexists. They're doing a state of origin. There's only four teams that are in the Women's Rugby League Cup. Uh, right? Any of them in Queensland? They've got Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Then they've got the Roosters, the Dragons, and the Warriors. So let's assume the Warriors are made up of all New Zealand chicks, right? Oh, they've, they've, surely they're going to beat the shit out of our little Aussie girls. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that means it's effectively the Broncos team yeah. of one of the four teams in the, that played a whole three games <laughs> against a combination of the Roosters and the Dragons. Right. Yeah. As the women's state of origin. There's, all, there's, there's 33% of the origins compared to games they played in the regular season. <laughs> What are we doing here? Wow. I kind of wish they made it a best of three series and there was more Origin games than there was NRL games. Greeno, that you're was- starting to sound a little bit like, you know, a little bit of a sexist. Um, you know, are you not so- celebrating Are you not celebrating women's sport right now? Or? Damo, was there anything but numbers there? Hit a stat man for me, please, sir. Okay, I hit a stat man, but... I'm a stat man! I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this. Well, no, I don't know if you know this or not, Greeno, but certain statistics can be sexist. Nah, that's all numbers, mate. It's all fact. Yeah, it's all oh, fact. Sure, you're in, you're in for a world of fucking hurt on the internet if you think facts are going to stop you from getting accused of being a bigot. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Cut. I going to cut us off again because I'm talking facts. Right. Playing an origin game after three regular season games, yep. there's only four teams in the comp. Yep. So they've gone, okay, take the four teams, get rid of the Kiwis, turn three into two and play an origin. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, come on, man. This is, that's a piss take. Like, I'm all for, like... No, I'm all I'm for women's sport. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying is I'm all I'm for... I'm not like, for women's yeah. sport, so you are a sexist. No, no I'm like, if, I'm all See for, how this like... Works? If you're playing a full comp and, and you want to do a representative game at the end of the year, it makes sense. Hmm. But you've got to have more than three teams that are available to be selected in the two that come into the rep thing. Well, like, how about this? Instead of having a women's, like, NRL... Let's... Don't God no! <laughs> Don't ruin normal rugby league. Um, <laughs> more, more so. Um, no, instead of having a women's NRL with four teams, just have um, New South Wales, Queensland, and New Zealand, and do a series between them. 
do that over five weeks. Yeah. And then, yeah, you don't have to have an NRL season. Yeah, no, that's a much better idea. And then at the end, like, so you let everyone play each other twice or whatever, and then at the end you yeah. have a grand final. Fucking whoopsie-doo, she's done, and we can all get on with the real sport. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing about women's sport. I know nothing about organising any kind of event. It. Between it, we fixed it. We nice, just fixed it. Gary. See what we do know about Damo. We know about Unity Day. We know about bringing people together, and it, it's good to know that let's call twenty twenty. It's been a bit of a shit year mm. um, for for a lot of people, but at the same time, you know we're we're trying to put a put a smile on the dial. Yep. We're trying to bring bring the country back together. We're trying to unify it. And it's time we've to been come, doing it for years. It's time to come together and heal, Greeno. The world That's needs right. to and, heal. And nothing heals heals the Australian people like uh, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Jimmy Smith, because we needed the man that was uh, too hot for COVID. Had enough Latino heat to be able to stave off COVID. Uh, So it's good to know that Jimmy's on board. Jimmy's locked in. Jimmy's excited. I was on the phone with Jimmy all week, and I said, "Jimmy, what are you thinking? What What do you like?" He's like, "Look, I want to get, want to get a bit of the old band back together. I've been chatting with Troy. Hmm. Uh, He said it in a more Latino way, uh, but I'm not going to undignify. He said, "I want to. You know, I've been chatting with Troy. (laughs) Is that what he said, Greener?" Troy? Yeah. Okay, good. Troy. Uh, Troy. And he said, look, I'm going to with Troy, and I want to get the old band back together. Yeah. He's um, he's like, look, I need, especially in these times, I need the people around me that I know mm. I can trust. Mm. The people that I know that I can rely on. Your foundations, be, Greener, your center. Yeah, yeah. Close confidants, if you will. And that's the people you want to bring close. You want to bring the people that you love closest to you in these hard times it has been 2020. Of course, not too close, though. If you get too close, going to have to put like a, a drop sheet between you and them. Yeah, get tested. Yeah. Um, Maybe a shower whack curtain. Whack a shower but, curtain over your loved ones before you give them a hug. Wear gloves exactly. constantly. Make gloves, sure you got a, make sure you got a mask on. Gloves and Glen Twenty all yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, Spray them in the so, face with a bit of disinfectant first. Yeah, that'll yeah, probably very much work. so. Yeah, he goes. I want to bring people there, but he goes. I also want to. I also want to bring a, a bit of a tinge of, of my heritage to the Australian Uni Day. And I'm mm. like Jimmy, f- feel free, mate. Do do what you need to do. And he's like, look, I, I want to serve up. I want to do a bit of a cooking store only on top of his hosting duties. He's doing it. He's doing the hosting for, for pay, mm. but the cooking store is going pro rata. It's fine. Uh, like he's doing that pro bono. Uh, now I have been told, so, I have been told by unity day, the security firm that we hire to take care of security on unity day, Greener. And mm-hmm. they have told me that there, if, if there is going to be some kind of cooking store, then we're going to have to pay to get an extra unit to just patrol the grounds to make sure that Dean Hutton doesn't show up. It's you're part of our insurance agreement. Security for Hutton, good idea. Yeah. Like safety first, because I don't think our insurance premiums can cover another Dean Hutton debacle. The Hutton uh, squad, Greeno. That's yeah, the Hutton squad. I just want to jab at the Hutton. Do we, do we, do, I just want to. Do we have to? Do we have to bring up the Hutton incident again? Uh, well, feel free. I, I but I do want to point out in the chat, Greeno. Uh, question from Victor von Schroom, who asks. So yep. much for lunch with the starting block. What time do you guys stream these days? Uh, to Victor, I would say about now. About now. We're out yeah. about now. <laughs> it's, our usual, it's, our, it's our usual time yeah. when we when we could be asked on the show. Roughly about now is when we're going to be. About, <laughs> at a, at a, whatever time it is now, now. That, that's the time. That's the time we'll be on. Yeah, except in two weeks when we're going to do a Saturday show yeah. at some random time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up for everyone. Yeah. 10-year anniversary, Damo. I can't believe we're about to hit our 10-year anniversary. Ten we're doing years. A, doing a special anniversary block show on, right. on, a, on a, I guess it's Saturday Australian time, Friday, yep. Friday US time. Mm, um, yep. 
where we, we just do the same shit we normally do, but we'll just yeah. call it a 10-year anniversary show. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be any different to any other show. It's just going to be like, <laughs> wow, 10 years, huh? Yeah, that's gone quick. All right, let's get into Perfect. the fucking Milo rankings and talk about women's yeah. sport. <laughs> let's talk about Pete's pockets for 25 yeah. minutes. Um, so, yeah, Jimmy's said, look, I, I'll do the do the cooking store as well. Um, I want to do a bit of my world-famous boiled cornmeal, Damo. <laughs> Just to get it, bring a bit of Latino heritage in there. Now, good news is how famous is this cornmeal? Because I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, wait, wait to the punchline. You'll get it. Okay. Um, so hot enough to kill the coronavirus, though. So that like between the Latino heat and the heat of the cornmeal, mm-hmm. Corona free. Where we we fucking locked it in. We we've talked to talked to Fauci. Fauci signed it off. He's all good. Um, all, um, all this billions of dollars these companies are wasting on looking for a cure. What if we yeah. could just bottle Jimmy Smith's sweat? The and, essence, yeah. the essence of Smiths, and you know you could drink it or rub it on yourself, rub it on your genitals. Perhaps is probably yeah. the best, you know, the most mm-hmm. scientific way to deal with mm-hmm. the coronavirus. But yeah, no. I, I think we get him in a sauna and just start milking him for sweat, you milking reckon? his sweat glands, Greg. <sighs> See, I, I don't think Jimmy's going to sign up for that. I, I think. He, well, he, no, we'd have to do it by force, of course. Yeah, <laughs> well, sleeping perhaps. Yeah. I, I would say, Jimmy, there's some paparazzi in there. And he just run mm. in, and then we lock, we put a big stick in the door to yeah. stop him from getting out. And next yeah. thing you know, we put a drain in the bottom. We collect Sauna, his sweat. We make sweat. It. That's right. Good to go. That's I it. like it. Yep. We're on to something. Um, Damo, so he's going to do the the, the cooking store, world famous uh, cornmeal. And he said, "Look, I need. A, I want to do. I want to bring in a co I want to help out a brother. Hmm. I want to bring someone close near me. And he's going to bring his old running mate from NYPD Blue, Dennis Franz. Ah, right? good, good. Dennis is still alive, is he? I had no idea. He's still, he's still, he's still kicking on. So we've got Jimmy Smiths, we've got uh, Dennis Franz. <laughs> Dennis Franz, and he's also going to be doing uh, a cooking store with his world famous cornmeal. Now the store, Troy's named the store already. He's already got, uh, he's got the copyright. Yeah. It's going to be called Smiths Grits and Sipowitz. Let that let that sit for a bit. That's a that's a good joke by Troy. <laughs> proud of that one. But so while this Didn't is like taking proud place, to say it. While while this is taking yeah. place, what is it? Uh, Smith spits and sipowitz. Smith's because grits are grits. the, the cornmeal. Right. Yeah, Smith's grits and sipowitz. Now, okay. So friend. while Rick Smith's is uh, sorry, well that's while Jimmy is making his famous cornmeal. What's Rick going to be doing? What are we going to do with Rick Smith's? Well, we're still in negotiations with Rick Smith's. We've got to boat him over. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, uh, do, do we put him in charge? Or maybe we put Rick Smith in charge of security. He's a big man. He can be in, in charge of Hutton Patrol. Hutton Patrol. Yeah, but Hutton's very small. He'll be able to sneak around, you know, around his yeah, ankles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the whoo, look at that. He'll throw a little bit of dust in his face and then bang, he's, he's through the legs. Next thing yeah, you know, cool. he's diving into the pot, getting into the cornmeal. <laughs> And then we get another lawsuit on hands. Yeah, we can't have that. Uh, We've only got uh, a finite amount of cornmeal. We can't have Dean Hutton in there fucking it up. We're going to have to find someone else for Rick Smith to do that because I thought he was going to be on security. So We, uh, we blew all our cornmeal budget on getting Rick Smith over in the boat. We can't afford more cornmeal. This is all we got. We got one packet for, for Jimmy. One packet. Better get in quick. Get there early. Because uh, I, I still don't trust Dennis France not be eating it before it gets served anyway. No, He's that's right. Big, yeah, he'll eat it raw if we let him. We're gonna have to put it under lock. We're gonna have to put it under lock and key. Lock and key. There we go. We'll uh, handcuff it. We'll handcuff it to Jimmy's wrist. How about that? A briefcase. <laughs> oh, 
So Troy's also uh, as he as he does. What who did we have last year? We had the uh, the tribute act of Peter Peter Cetera. Yes. Peter Etcetera. Peter Etcetera uh, playing playing Glory Hole of Love. Yeah. Um, well, he he uh, performed a few songs and then he went into the Glory Hole, mm. the Glory Booth, Greeno. The booth, if you will. Yeah. Now uh, it was the uh, only way Troy's we we're going to pay him a full wage for the day. <laughs> Yeah, like, exactly. you know, come on, Peter. You, come on, Mr. Etc. You're not getting enough yeah. for just doing a couple of songs here. You're going to have to put in. Everyone else is having a turn in the booth. Having a crack. That's right. Um, so Troy, Troy's trying to keep with the heat theme, Damo. Mm. He's like, look, we need to, we, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be the hottest, the hottest unit day ever. Good. We've already got, we've already got Smith's grits and sipowitz. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's get in touch with the red hot chili peppers. Now they're busy. Okay. They, they ain't coming down. So he's like, well, let's yeah, let's not fuck up a good thing. Well, the tribute acts last year were a cracker. Oh, it works it's, fantastically well. Huh? It's, Most it's, people it's, didn't even know the difference between Peter Cetera and Peter X Cetera. Exactly. I so had no they, idea. So Troy put down a deposit. Didn't do his research though. This is very untroy like. He didn't do his research on the tribute act mm. uh, because unfortunately he's put down a, a deposit on the red hot kitty peepers. <laughs> So we've had to withdraw that and kind of distance ourselves from Troy's bank account for a little bit uh, because of obviously uh, now a few you found yourself on, you found yourself on a watch list. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we. we... Oh. Are you there? Um, but oh. exciting times. Dennis Franz, Cornmeal Stands, uh, Smith, Smith's Grits and Sipwits. Uh, it's already lining up to be a fantastic uni day in spite of COVID. Absolutely. Now, Damo, it's time to get to the sport portion. It's time to get in the sport portion of the show. We've got to squeeze it in at the arse end, as we always do. Okay. Um, the Australian Test Squad was, was announced this week, and fuck me if I wasn't shocked that they actually named a team that made sense. They actually named That's a it. team that you like for once. Well, for once, it made sense. They picked players on form. They picked incumbency, and then they picked form. Mm-hmm. They're like, look, these guys are absolutely knocking the door down. They've got to be picked in the spot. Now, um, uh, who is it? Cameron Green has been on fire this year. Uh, you had uh, Will Pekoski's just been going nuts. And Mitchell Swepson has taken the most wickets in Sheffield Shield this year. And I'm going, to, I'm going to have to do one of these, Greeno. You're not going to like this one. You are not going to no. like this one. No, we're, not, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Not I'm, doing, I'm doing it. No, do it. I'm doing it. Don't I'm do doing it. I'm doing it. Just on behalf of me. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna divorce Greeno from this sorry book. So this is just yeah. uh, a sorry book coming from me to Shane mm. Warne, who did say uh, three years ago that Mitchell uh, uh-huh. Schwepson is going to be the leg spinner. Uh, you know, you just got to have faith in him. He's going to keep working. He's going to come good. And I laughed repeatedly at Warney and I said, can we please stop taking recommendations from Warney? He, he's yeah. a, he was a great player, great cricketer, but he lost all his credibility after the Jason Crazier incident. Yeah. And so that was it then after that. It was like, no more, Warney. Thank you for so much. But actually, he finally got one of his guys in the squad. <laughs> no, well, no, no. Well, here's why I'm not going to give Warney a sorry book. Because okay. he, he said four years ago, pick Swepson now. He would have fucked that kid's career if, he, if he'd been picked. Yeah, fair enough. Four years ago. He's been able to toil away at, at shield level and improve on his game. Yep. Ignoring the worn commentary mm. of picking four years ago. And now he's finally, you know, who would have thought he has some experience under his belt. He's crafted his game and now he's got a bit of success, not on the highest level. And now he's probably ready for test level. Crazy notion I know. What's his season been like then, you were saying, before I so rudely interrupted? 
Uh, three straight fifers wow. so far. Yeah, that'll he's, do it. He's, uh, I think he's got 25 wickets in three Shield games already. He's doing pretty well. Where at though? <laughs> like what, what wickets was he on though? Well, well, the fact that everyone's scoring hundreds left, right, and center means that it doesn't yeah. matter what wicket he's on. He's doing pretty well. Well, yeah. Um, he's, he's had a great start to the season. But I was like, look, this is this is as off putting because I agree with most of this team. Mm. And then, th- thankfully, um, the the voice of reason, Justin Langer today, <laughs> he's um, he, he set us right. I'm uh, like, excellent. Yeah. Good to know JL's got us back on track. The regular programming because he said, look, um, look, I, I think incumbency means a lot. And even though Joe Burns has only scored 15 runs in like six innings thus far, <laughs> I think that's more important than picking Will Pekofsky, who's uh, averaging 200, 234 so far on, this Sheffield JL, come on, man. Yeah, you gotta pick it, you gotta pick him to be in a good bloke, Damo. Yeah. Gotta pick the good blokes first. I, I kind of um, had a feeling this would happen because I heard JL on like some other fucking uh sports show giving an interview and he said like when he was in the Australian team, it was harder to get out of the Australian team than it was. It was harder to get in the Australian team than it was to lose your your place to get out. Yeah. And he said, he wants to bring that back. So as soon as like he said, he wants that atmosphere in a dressing room, he's sick of people like chopping and changing players every other week. He like, he wants the team and it's, you're going to have to be like getting bad scores for a long time to lose your job now. Except, except Joe Burns was dropped as soon as they don't play in Australia. (laughs) Well, like I, I, as soon as I heard that, I thought, well, this Pekovsky kid, he's in trouble now. It's, yeah, he's, he's got no chance. Yeah, he, he did. Uh, a bit of a bit of Pekovsky stat man's for you, Damo. Mm. Uh, Four hundred and thirty-eight runs not out was the most Sheffield Shield runs between a dismissal. He, or it wasn't the most. He, he currently sat. He, he almost knocked off Don Brabin. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, Christ! That's without sad. a dismissal. I think he ended up with like 470 odd wow. um, runs without a dismissal. He was dismissed for 202, and then lo and behold, they dismissed him for 38 in the second innings. That's just only 38. That's only, uh, only Joe Burns's average. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's his low uh, score. <laughs> that's that's the worst score he's had in about six months. Uh, this kid's unbelievable. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to have to say this demo, uh, but. You know, I tell you who is also having a, a cracking Sheffield Shield season thus far. Mm. The Pond Demo. Is he really? Yeah, he's he's got three centuries in three games. <laughs> he's got another oh, hundred look, this week. The, the 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 criticisms of the Pond were like he's always been a pretty fucking good state player. Yeah, you know just, what I mean. And he, it, and it, at times yeah. he has he looks like a magnificent Test batsman as well at times, but he mm. also scores an inordinately high amount of ducks. So you yeah. know. Uh, you you put him in your squad knowing that like he might score a hundred every ten innings, but the, you know six of the other ten are going to be ducks. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know that's that's part that's what that's what the deal is with the pond. That's what you get. Part, part and parcel. I reckon, I reckon we need to invest in him. I reckon we need to get him <laughs> you in. You reckon there. he's got a big future ahead of him? Big future ahead of him on this form. <laughs> you got to pick him. Uh, Damo, uh, to wrap it up, let, let, we're still going to talk a little bit more Sheffield Shield, but the I don't know if you saw this, the New South Wales Blues. One of the most amazing comeback victories I've ever seen. Right. On day one, they were bowled out for 64. Okay. And they wow. won it on day four by 145 runs. What? How did that Against happen? Tassie. So, yeah, 64 bowled out day one. I think they bowled out Tassie for about 150 odd. Then, uh, for some reason, everyone went nuts with the bat. Uh, Enrique scored yet another 100. Uh, Abbott scored 100. Starkey was left unbeaten on 86. Mm-hmm. And then they they took five for 15 on the final day uh, with Tassie in a good place to try and 
chased down the total and yeah, won it on day four. Unbelievable comeback after being bowled oh, out fantastic. for 64. So nice, definite, definite nice Gary for the New South Wales Blues. And the, can we just talk about the fucked up schedule? So we don't play a test for another, what, four weeks, I think. Yeah, and it's only one, stopped. isn't it? It's just like one test uh, against India? Nah, four, four tests is against it four? India. Is it four? Okay. Yeah, but the first one's not till like the 17th of December. It's a really late start this year. Okay. Um, but uh, they've stopped the Sheffield Shield season now, and then I don't know what they're going to be doing for the next six weeks. Oh, it's going to be 2020, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know, because 2020 is normally over the Christmas period. So I assume maybe they're playing some one-day shit, but mm. it's just really, really strange that, yeah, we, we're going to go into a test series with no one playing any Sheffield Shield for the better part of four weeks. Um, Why do we do beforehand? this every single year? I want Australian. I don't. I mean, this is the problem. You and I both want Australia winning Test matches, and mm-hmm. we would schedule everything towards that. We would put like all of our eggs in the Test match basket, and then the other yep. stuff. It's like where, chips will fall where they may. But cricket Australia yep. goes after the money, so all you know the cat. that's what they gear their schedule around is how can we make the most money. Mm. So you know, and the test the Test team suffers as a result. But- but I still reckon you make the most money when the test seems successful. Like uh, that's me when too. Australian cricket at its best. Like me too. it's just a not a direct. It's that's right. It's just not a direct like correlation that they can yeah. draw a line between. Like like say selling fucking merchandise at a T Twenty game. Yeah, hundred percent right. And and look, realistically, who's buying merchandise at a T Twenty game? <laughs> um, like no one. Everyone like when it's on, people are like, yeah, we watch it. It's fine. Yeah. No one really cares though. Like, no. can you name can you name any of the last three winners of the the Big Bash? Oh, sixes probably, but that's only because they win it all the time. No, they haven't won it in like four years. Oh, well, there you go. That's what so. I mean. Like, <laughs> no one knows. No one gives. There's no investment whatsoever in the actual result. Scorchers. <laughs> maybe yeah, I think Scorchers won a couple of years. Brisbane back, Heat no. maybe. Nah, they're terrible. Um, no, no one cares. Like it's yeah. it's an it's a real interesting strategy, and obviously, like yeah, they're in charge and they can do whatever they want. But you know, the goal is winning. You're right, winning fucking test matches. So play your Sheffield Shield all the way up until the test matches are done, and then go play the one day shit or yeah, team twenty. I don't care That's about the way the we stuff. used to do it. Well, like we used to. I, am I crazy here? But didn't we play all the test matches? Like the mm. Sheffield Shield season would pause. We'd played all the test matches. And then once the test matches were done, then it was like the ODI, the three-team ODI uh, competition. Yeah. And then then they started doing like one or two T20s at the end of that, like yeah. right at the end, or one T20 to like start the season, mm. you know, to start the summer basically. And yeah, then you're like straight into the one test match. Yeah, move on. Yeah, 100%. Like just give um, everyone a warm-up, a bit of fucking fun, like a relax. You don't really give a fuck about T20. And then, yeah. you know, you come back in a week and we're playing test cricket. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. When we were off, they uh, there was a writer for the Cricket Australia website. I know we're just boring the shit out of our listeners now, but I don't care. I like talking <laughs> Shield. But they had um, they had a, a, an article of the the best ever. I think it was like best ever twenty Sheffield Shield seasons ever. Okay. Um, maybe no, it was top fifty. Sorry, top fifty Sheffield Shield seasons. And the first one that came to mind was Simon Cadditch in like circa yes. twenty. 2011, maybe when he got dropped and he scored so many runs, they're like, even though we really don't want to pick him again, we have to. He's just scoring too many. Yeah. Lo and behold, that one came in at number one. Really? Um, there you go. There was another the season, I reckon, at like, oh, maybe like 05, 06 or thereabouts, where Phil Jakes went absolutely fucking insane in the Sheffield yeah. Shield and scored like a Phil, thousand runs. <laughs> he was, I think he was around the 40 odd mark yeah. uh, in the overall. Okay. I didn't realize how many, how many amazing seasons Michael Bevan had. Yeah. He was a at, star. Like we knew he was the greatest one day player in history, but 
I didn't realize how good he was in Sheffield Shield. Oh, as you well. know, because they used to they used to talk about all the time. Like we used to always say, why isn't Bevan getting a run in the Test team? Why can't Bevan yeah. like season after season? And I think like at the end of the of his career, didn't he come out and say something like, yeah, what they tell you about like if you perform well at Sheffield Shield, you get to go in the Test match. Like he said, mm. that's all bullshit. Yeah, like, if they don't like you, they just won't pick you. They won't pick yeah, you. It doesn't and between, matter how good you do. You know? Yeah, but ima- imagine having uh, at the moment outside the squad Brad Hodge and Michael Bevan, who are, <laughs> who, are, who are just like scoring like 1,200 runs a year. Yeah. And then you had other guys like Rogers and Klinger and all of these guys just kind of Ma- hanging around. Martin Love. Martin Love. Oh, yeah, he wasn't he a player. Uh, Jimmy Ma. Jimmy Ma. Greg Blewett had a little bit of a career in the test matches, but he was scoring runs for a long time before he ever got a chance. Boof, how about Boof? Boof yeah. was around forever before he got a, got a run. Well, he, he uh, didn't, didn't he not debut? Didn't he get into the test team until he was like 35 or something? Yeah, yeah, mid to late 30s. Like, that's why he's one of the most, um, you know, highest run scorers in Shield history because he, he was just, he was never picked. But yeah, yeah. Um, he just kept on hitting hundreds all the time. Yeah. Um, I think we bored the, bored the listeners enough. For yeah, sure, that's man. enough. <laughs> let's wrap up. Let's wrap up the show on that high point. I love talking shield, man. I, I could talk it all day. But me too. <laughs> I am. You know what though? Like this year, right? The AFL season's fucked. Um, you know, the footy season was fucking ruined by COVID. Um, the AFL season was ruined by COVID. A, a shitty off season for the Giants too. What happened? What happened? Yeah. So Cameron's gone, but. In the first time in AFL history, right, for the first time in AFL history, the trade for Cameron, the Giants, the the Cameron trade came in like literally with 30 seconds left before the trade deadline. Yeah, hot hot trades off the press. Hot trades off the press. They traded, Geelong traded three first-round draft picks for him. Nice. So it was like 13, 17, and 20-something. But three first-rounders, that's the first time that's ever happened. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly. so the giants were like about- the giants were like we don't care because like you can if you want him you are paying us three first round draft picks and this went yeah. on for like two weeks and they're like no yeah. he's not worth that much he's not worth that much and then with like a minute to go geelong was like okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. one of my one of my staff is a, he's a cats uh cats fan and yep. we'll chat about it today at lunch and he was just like yeah i don't like Cats are all in on next year. If we don't win the premiership next year, we're fucked because we've we've given away a bit of our fair bit of our future. Yeah. Um, just to try and get Cameron, so we better win next year. Yeah, and they've lost fucking uh Ablett and Harry Taylor, I think, retired as well. Mm. Mm. So, you know, yeah, be- they're all in on next year. I think for for us, because we got Jesse Hogan coming over from Frio. He hasn't mm. really played a lot of footy. He's the one who's had like off-field dramas and like you know if you know, oh, great. if it's drinking or mental health or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but you know, you never know. We're getting him cheap, so you know sometimes those players like can kickstart their careers. He's only like twenty-five or something. I'll say he yeah he was an absolute gun in his younger days. He so, was when yeah. he played at Melbourne. Like so, he started mm. off at Melbourne and he was he was good, and then he went to Frio and didn't really work, and now he's coming to the Giants. Um, so you know if he goes if he if they can get him right. He mm. can be a ready-made replacement for Cameron, but it also it'll free us up a little bit because he plays differently to Cameron. Cameron likes the ball going over his head and he wants to run towards goal. You yeah. know what I mean? He uses Cameron relies on his agility and like taking marks. Like he he likes to take big pack marks and stuff. Jesse Hogan's more of a guy. He wants to outmuscle people. Like he's okay. a, he's a bit of a bit of a bulkier guy. So you want to kind of drop it on his head and he protects the ball drop and shit and just push people out of the way. Yeah. So I, we've been needing that kind of a target because if you look at our forwards, right, Jeremy Cameron, Harry Himmelberg, who's like a running guy who's kind of uh, skinny as well. 
You've got Finn Layson, who's like a crummer, who likes to pick the ball up off the ground and kick in open play. Uh, Toby Green, who's similar to that. We haven't really had. Jonathan Patton was supposed to be that big forward, like a Tom Hawkins kind of player who can, yeah. like, you know, muscle people out of the goal square. We've never really had one. So if Hogan can play well, then that's that's a plus, you know what I mean? But, I mean, if you, if you any... If I'm running the Giants and somebody says, look, we'll give you three first-round draft picks for Jeremy Cameron, he's won the goal-kicking award nine years in a row. Yeah. Like Every year that we've been in the, in the comp, he's been our best kicker. So it's a big hole to fill, but you can't turn down three first-rounders, can you? Like, you just well, can't. It. It's, it's time for a rebuild, but at the same time, yeah, doing it quickly, like turning one, one player into potentially – well, I don't even think we're at rebuild. Players, yeah. I don't think we're even at rebuild. Like the, you know, the core of the squad's still pretty good. You still got like Cornelio, Whitfield, Toby Green's. Toby Green's the real um, star in the forward line. Like he's mm. the real game breaker for us. You still got like Callan Ward, Phil Davis. You still got like a really good spine of players there. So we might. I reckon we'll be like maybe bottom half of the eight, you know, maybe five, six, seven, something like that. And you never yeah. know, like the Bulldogs in 2016, they won the comp from seventh place. If you get yeah. on a run at the right time of the season, if you if you just give yourself a chance, you can win it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, it's exactly. not full rebuild, but like Geelong, like you said, Geelong, they're going for it. Like they, they are open, yeah. like we are going for the flag and that's all there is to it, you know what yeah. I mean? So. They're, they're, they're balls deep right now. Absolutely. And if, yeah. it, if it doesn't work, look at the Swans. They got Buddy. They basically sold the fucking house. They sold the steak knives to get Buddy. Yeah. And they got to two grand finals and didn't win one. So, you know, it doesn't always work out in your favor when you get that big star either. Exactly. Yeah. And all it takes, well, how many times did Cameron, um, Cameron get, uh, yeah, get injured over the course of the last couple of years? Like, all it uh, takes is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, Cameron's pretty, Cameron's pretty durable, but I know, I know the point you're making. Like, he might go down yeah. there and fucking blow a knee out in his second game and then it's, it's season over. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, and we'll enjoy the three first rounders. Yeah, I always prefer when teams take more of a money ball approach. Yeah, got it. They, they get on base. What's his girlfriend look like? That's important <laughs> thing. <laughs> He's got a good body. <laughs> let's uh, let's do plugs before we go, mate. Yeah. Follow Greeno at the starting block when we drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. I'll be back tomorrow with another, or well, later tonight, US time, with another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast, Greeno. Don't forget to follow all of our friends, Why Censored, uh, BE the UK, and everyone else. Just fucking follow everyone. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just anyone, in the, the the three listeners in the chat, follow That's right. them. Follow, it's only three people, so it shouldn't be that fucking difficult, please. Yeah, and, and they probably all follow each other anyway, so That's right. it's all good. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. 
That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise sensor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee evening, some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.